Hey guys, it's Dentrice here. This is Sugar for Your Heart podcast. Today's devotion comes to us from Luke chapter 11. And this passage was on my heart for the entire week because it really speaks about the power of God creating real change in our lives. And it speaks to what can happen if we don't allow our minds and our hearts to be protected or we don't follow through with actions that will protect our hearts and our minds even after God has set us straight. So in this podcast, I'm gonna be speaking about relapsing. I'm gonna be speaking about falling a few steps backwards and what we can do individually to ensure that the change and the healing that God has blessed us with is possibly maintained. So the story is told of a man who is possessed by evil spirits and Jesus really likens this man's life to a house. So the Bible says his house was dirty, it was messed up, it was not straight. And Jesus, he cast out the demons and the man, he was cleaned up. And if we're sticking with the analogy of the house, that means that the house was clean, it was orderly, it was it was straight. And you know, some time passed and the man, he was living really, really well. He was living really well. And the demon returned and he realized that the man's life was clean, he was delivered, everything was all right, everything was okay. Again, using the analogy of the house, the house was clean and it was in order. And so the demon, he went and he got his friends and he returned with his friends and repossessed the man. And this time around, the man's condition became 10 times worse than what it was in the beginning. And when I read this story, I thought, wow, Lord, you are speaking to me. (laughs) Guys, I'm sure we're all aware of how powerful God is. You know, one of my favorite Psalms says, who is like the Lord? Who is like the Lord our God, who is seated on high, who looks down on the heavens and earth? And that can be found in Psalm 113 verses 5 to 6. And as we move through different stages in our lives, and if we are honest with ourselves, we sooner or later say in adoration, who is really like God? And so this week during my meditation, God really revealed to me a toxic trait in my own life that I didn't even know I had. And the revelation had me stumped. I mean, you know, there's a part of yourself that you see. And then there's a part of yourself that others see that you see. And then there's a part that others see that you can't see. And then there's a part that you see that others can't see. And then there's a part that you can't see, others can't see, but God only can see. Well, this revelation was the part that others can't see, I couldn't see, and only God sees. And guys, I was not ready for the godly realness. I was not ready. We will brought to a place where we have to acknowledge to ourselves, yo, God is high above all else. He is great. He not only sees me, but he loves me. And we have to have to have to be thankful for those places. And I believe the man in our parable went through a who is like the Lord moment after the Lord cleaned up his life and cast out the demon. You know, he must have been tormented. He must have been troubled. He must have been deeply hurt emotionally and physically battered. He may have even been written off. You know, he was badly off, but God relieved him of that pain. And he lived really, really well for a minute until the demon returned and did double damage. And so today I really want to just unpack this story a bit because I want to remind you of three things that really jumped out at me, shifted my mindset. And I really hope that they mean something to you and they can help you to just be a better person, a better version of yourself. Now, one of the first things that really jumped out at me was when God comes into your life, he will create a change, not he may create to change, God will create a change. And I know that there are some of you who you may be battling with things that are secret to you and maybe they are only known by persons who you really, really trust. They are deep and sometimes they are even hard to explain and you may be struggling. You may feel very tormented. I want to remind you that God hears your cries and he sees you. It may not feel like this, but God sees you and he is performing a work in your heart and you may not feel like you're being fixed, but God is fixing you up. And this is not a temporary fix. 
God is doing some deep work. And I have learned that sometimes growth does not always feel like growth, but growth, once we remain plugged into God, it really, really takes place. And we can find ourselves at a particular place in our lives. And we look back and we're like, whoa, I didn't realize I grew so much. But it's really because God was doing a consistent work in our lives, even without us noticing, even without us feeling as if we were growing. So I keep talking about journaling, guys, because it's really important that we chronicle our thoughts through writing or recording our thoughts via our phone or a recorder, whatever it is, so that we can consistently look back and see that the slow healing work is actually taking place in our lives. There are times when I look back on my recordings in terms of videos or in terms of audio or in terms of just looking in my journal and I've seen just how God has healed my heart. And if it weren't for me chronicling that growth and those healing moments, I don't think I would be able to be as grateful as I am right now. We need to take time consistently to journal, to chronicle what we're going through at every step, at every stage, so that we can look back and really see the faithfulness of God. I have also learned that God sends people to us at our worst. Have you like ever gone through something like a tough period and a new person, they entered your life or maybe it's someone in your life and they stepped up with their actions. God works in this miraculous way. Many times, this is how he provides support to us. He continually sends people who are blessed by him, who are anointed, who are connected to him to really help us through some very, very difficult spaces. So I want you to ask God to continually give you wisdom, to give you discernment, to see the value of the people in your life. Now, there are times when the pain gets too real and you may push people away or you may have been so jaded by people that you can't even see the blessings that's in your life at the moment or you've closed off yourself from people and from the help of others. Still, God is so faithful. He sends people in your life to bless you and I really ask you to pray and ask the Lord to remove the scales from your eyes and your mind of a negativity bias or hurt to be removed so that you can see the people who are really in your corner who are really there for you at this moment and if for whatever reason you are the person God sends into another person's life and that person has asked you to step back they no longer want you to be a part of their life I want you to remain humble and I want you to not take things personally and just to become okay with stepping back and giving people their space but continue to give them their space keep your distance but uplift them in prayer and to make yourself available to help them when God you know he makes a change in our life you know he shifts things in our life he delivers us from a particular situation a particular lifestyle a particular mindset he cleans us up he brings us out of really really dark places and even if it's not a dark dark place it's just a gray area that has us in a haze i want you to give thanks guys we don't give thanks enough and it is not by chance that you have been given a second chance it's not by chance that we have been given new beginnings it's not by chance that we have been delivered it's really because of grace. I want you to remember that God deserves just a thankful heart. He deserves that much. But I also want you to know that you have to do some consistent things to keep God within your life and to protect yourself from elapses or falling back into patterns or cycles or habits that are toxic but they are familiar. You have to fill your life with the goodness of God. You know, what is your study time with God? What does that look like? What are you currently watching? What are you focused on during the day? 
date? What new habits are you forming? What has your affection? What has your attention? We have to be so intentional and purposeful about what we're filling our lives with. And we also have to daily ask God to come into our lives, to ask him to protect our lives, to transform our lives. Invite God into your life regularly. Sometimes we take it for granted, but we do have the power of choice and we have to exercise that power of choice every single day and ask God to fill our lives with his spirit, with his wisdom and his protection. Don't take it for granted, guys. We need to ask for that guidance, for that wisdom, for that protection. And you know what? God may have cleaned you up. He may have rescued you from a toxic friendship. He may have delivered you from trying to find peace and answers through meaningless interactions. He may have shifted your thought flow. You know, he may have made a habit that you were once drawn to unattractive to you. Give thanks for that. Give thanks for that. But don't stay there. You have to put in the work as an overcomer. You have a responsibility to partner with God. You have a responsibility to create some boundaries to help you to remain in the this new lifestyle God has ushered you into and he has blessed you with. So that may mean creating a new boundary with the old person. You know, that may mean that you have to plan what you're going to do if you're craving those meaningless interactions. What are you going to do to replace the old habit? What new habits are you going to try to cultivate with help? When you find yourself wanting to go back to the old habit, what are what's going to be my next steps? What my next steps would look like? These are questions that we have to really begin thinking of. We have to begin thinking about when I actually crave what is toxic or when I actually crave things that no longer serve me, what am I going to do? And it's going to look like A, B, C, D. And how can I make A, B, C, D my default action by doing this consistently? Guys, we have to take action to ensure that our lives remain straight and they remain like on an upward path. Now, if you have experienced a relapse, I just want you to know that this happens. You know, like relapses happen. Sometimes we go back. Sometimes we fall short. Sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we go back to the people who we should not go back to. We go back to old ways of being and we feel so guilty. We feel so ashamed. We feel so defeated. I really want you to know that this happens a lot of times to a lot of persons and it's really not the end of the world. So I want you to identify what trigger led you back to that person. What trigger led you back to you know moving through the action think about the trigger because triggers usually lead us back to spaces and actions and habits that do not serve us and then i want you to reach out to someone that you trust maybe telling your friend yo i love this person i really care about this person but i realize that this person they're really toxic for me i need to be honest with you and i need to be held accountable when i'm tempted to reconnect or reach out to that person or maybe you need to state to a friend or someone close hey i have this problem can you check in with me at least three times a week? I need help. I can't do this on my own. Honesty is important, guys. We need people in our lives who can be honest with us and persons who will go the extra mile to check in on us, to check us on our maladaptive behaviors or behaviors that don't serve us or behaviors that don't make us excellent reflections of God in our daily lives. So as we go through the month of June, I want you to remember that self-help work does not always work. We can't do all the healing on our own. Sometimes we do need divine help. And when we do get that divine help, that divine deliverance, that divine healing, we still have a part to play in protecting our hearts and our minds. And if by chance you relapse or you go back to how things were, I want you to pick yourself up. I want you to dust yourself off with compassion and forgiveness and recommit yourself to actions that will keep you straight. And what better way to keep you straight than checking in with an accountability partner and God and with positive and good actions and routines and habits that really can help shape your life into something beautiful.
and abundant and amazing. And so this is our month of emotional and habitual wins, guys. Let us continue to lay the foundation. Let us continue to be authentic and honest and real. Let us continue to put in the work and celebrate our baby wins and our baby steps. Until next week, I am Dentricia. Stay sweet and stay blessed.